you're going to speak to the police, then tell them that there's something happening in this airport that may endanger human lives. Things are not always what they seem. Comedian tours are not quite what they seem either. I believe comedian tours to be merely a front, a cover. For what? For the mass kidnapping of young people. Never deliver any passengers. They say they pick up young passengers to take them up to other places, but none of them ever arrive anywhere. One step here and I'll blow you off the smithereens. That doctor is a menace to our plans. Then we must kill him. Oh, doctor! Can't you do anything to stop it? No. You wanted to know what was the secret of chameleon tours? Well, Inspector? See for yourself. today's episode patrick troughton episodes are just fabulous from that i would just think it was a story about crouching by big wheels commandant doesn't quite trust anyone i like a commandant i don't know why i'm suddenly defense lawyers for the chameleons they go up into space they find a drawer full of barbie and ken that was like my favorite moment They're very rude about humans, but I think on current evidence, I think it's pretty fair, actually. It's only one thing that happens after a kiss like that. Dirty. Yes, I do look a bit startled in that one. Someone had just spoke to Nicolae through the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't got a surname, people. Just live with it. I didn't get a chance to talk about the clappy music. Hello and welcome to World Enough and Time. My name is Andy. And I'm Alex. How are you? I'm very good, considering it's the 1st of February. Yes, the year's (laughs) well underway. And gosh, hasn't it been a cracker? It's all been so good. Yay for 2021, the year that we all feel joyful about. About everything, yeah. Everything. I just loved your affirmatory. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I agree that it is February. Definitely. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> um, so, can we have an insight into life in, in NZ? In Z? Um, very sunny, still. The sun's out, the sun continues to be out. We're all joyful. I've just had two weeks holiday. It's been amazing. Gasp. I went to Palaparaumu, was beautiful. I went to. It sounded like vowel sounds. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to Fakatane. No, I have been to Fakatane. Are you sure you didn't, Fakatane? (laughs) I definitely didn't. (laughs) You get arrested for that kind of thing. Um, Yes, and so I've had a lovely, lovely time 
So Ooh. there. How's um, yeah. How's about you? I've been good. I've, been, <laughs> I've really enjoyed the latter half of January. Good. good. <laughs> Made good changes. The world's a better place I'm and you're now getting regular. You know, knowing, hoping, knowing that it's less than 50,000 infections a day. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's just yes. calamitous, isn't it? Fuck. Yes, but at least we've got a prime minister we can trust. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing that though now. Like I've watched a few things on the TV that it seems like the general public does seem to that that whole thing I was worried about, where basically yeah. Dominic Cummings was the evil man, and he's he's not that bad really, kind of thing, seems to be coming through. People are less angry with him. People seem to be like. Oh, you know, he's not the best, but he's not the worst. Like he's. Oh no, they've always been like that. They've Ugh. always treated him like this figure of fun. It's just terrifying. Oh, sickness. So if you can just help us wear mum down and just keep on sending messages, thank you, thank you, please. Yes. Well, I still haven't had a response to my last one, but I. I yeah. bet you haven't. <laughs> so just, just that girl, make it she worse doesn't understand. Not? The children no. don't understand. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe just little factoids here and there, because I, th- I think she's just grateful to have contact, to be honest. <laughs> I never usually contact yes, her. So okay. it's like... Make most of it. <laughs> so I have to ask you, mm-hmm. time-honoured fashion. What have you been watching on TV? Oh, oh, the things, the things. What the ha- okay, I have watched one good thing that I want to recommend, but it was a film. Yes. Um, the more you ignore me. Really, really lovely. Have you seen it? <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that was directed at me because I turned to take some water. <laughs> the more you draw me, I'm just fucking leaving. <laughs> what we should explain to the listeners is that we can see each other. We don't usually watch look watch each other. That sounds creepy. Hey, we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't usually see each other when we podcast. Oh, it's a very blind thing, definitely. Yes, but but now, now we, thought... we have our eyes. Yes. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. I miss you. Miss you. So miss I need to see you. <laughs> anyway, something about me concentrating on your face. What was the film called? More You Ignore Me. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it was written by Joe Brand um, and it's starring Sheridan Smith. And it's it's really good really amazing it's um yeah it's basically she has some kind of oh yeah she got postpartum depression that wasn't appropriately treated um and she kind of turned into a, a bit of a a vegetable as a result of it and then it's 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 about her daughter mainly i can't think who plays her but she's very famous um and it's about her kind of dealing with life with having a mum as a bit of a vegetable, but has a kind of um, a big highs and lows and her kind of long suffering dad as well. And it was just really beautiful. And I cried a lot. And it was just oh. one of those things that people ought to watch. It was just great. Oh. really. And it, it was a real happy ending as well, which I need. I'm not not down for those, you know, realistic, sad endings. I just want no. to. <laughs> no, we, no, we've had enough of those in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> Got a bit dark. <laughs> So last night I watched the Two Doors Down Christmas special. Do you watch Two Doors Down? Is that the Scottish thing? Yes. Right. So 
watched the pilot, struggled. Oh yes, because it's weird, because they recalibrated completely off the back of that. But then I did watch most of the first season and yes. still struggled a bit. Yes, so they're on about series seven or eight now. It's like oh. they know exactly what they're doing now and it's just brilliant. And the the glorious thing, clappy hands thing, is that Kieran Hodgson is oh, the boyfriend. I love Kieran Hodgson. He's the boyfriend in it and he just... just yes, that's why I started night. watching it because I wanted oh. to see him. I, I, I must have I loved his Edge of Destruction um, <gasps> thing. So good. So good. So <laughs> yes, I am. Um, yeah, so that's why I started watching it, but I haven't got to him yet, which is why I struggled. Oh, so I need to... When does he start? Does, Oh, I don't know. He's like two series ago or something. Start from there, just. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. But honestly, brilliant. Okay. But like in last night's episode, he was taking the piss out of Kathy Dune McKicken's character and did an did an impression of her, and she just went mental. It was hilarious because okay. of all the people in that room, you do an impression of you do not do an impression of Kathy. <laughs> it's like, no. like a, I was yeah. screaming with laughter. She is a brilliant character, isn't she? Yeah, terrifyingly scary, Lebo. Yeah. yeah. Right, anyway. Can you can you do the else, Gordon? Oh, uh You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Right, okay, that's enough of that. Who would like a drink? Right, that's enough of that. Who would like a drink? Oh, that's good. Yeah, do it again. Ah, go on, go on, do it again. Okay, um, Right, hands up. Who wants to go for a walk in the beautiful Scottish Highlands? <laughs> hands up. Who wants to say, let's stay inside and have a drink? My name's my name's Gordon, and I'm really really boring. That's, that's good advice. I will be watching that. I'm glad that I gave it a go, but I'm glad I know now when to start it yes. from. Yes. So I think that can only mean it's time for a quiz. A quiz! A quiz! 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 Gosh. I, I forget I can do like jazz hands and stuff now, and you can see them. The listeners can't, but no. I think it gives I, you I some joy. It, yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. I got I also... out of me for my Christmas special <laughs> the other night. I had some friends over and they're like, Oh, can we listen to your podcast? I was like, Really? And they started <laughs> yeah, listening no. to the Yeah, no, they started listening to the Christmas special and they're like, What is happening? Because <laughs> they're like, Because we were just saying Christmas special. I was like, No, it's a thing. It was like a Brendan Saunders thing. And they're like, Who? And I was like, Oh, okay, I can't even explain. <laughs> oh my God. I know. didn't listen to it for long though, eh? No. They, they turned it off as soon as they felt comfortable that they could do it without offense. I was like, please, just fucking turn it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a private thing. It's a private thing. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the people who listen to it all over around the world. Yeah. <laughs> but you do that at your own free will, not because you feel like you're guests and you should try and look like you're interested. Oh, I know. Yes, that's terrifying. Anyway, the quiz... Yes. The topic of the quiz, it's very simple. You don't have to do much as a contestant. Contestant, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is either just gold or silver. Mmm. Like it. Yes. Like it oh, I got a Doctor um, quiz book for Christmas. Oh, very huh. excited. Yes. And Good. there are some old ones in there. So look forward to some really well-researched quizzes in the future. <laughs> <laughs> well 
that's a nice change for 2021. <laughs> um, so, gold or silver? Mm. Number one. A knighted man who dies in the alternative world in Inferno was Sir Keith what? Well, you couldn't be called Sir Keith Gold. It's a silly name. Sir Keith Gold. Sir Keith Gold. Sir Keith Silver. Definitely. Silver. No, it's Sir Keith Gold. <laughs> Fucking stupid name. <laughs> he dies and he dies in the alternative word in a car accident because because um of bad people. But in bad the people. but in the real world he survives. And that's that's the doctor's Gold. trick. Sir Keith Gold, that's his name. Is, there, is that a surname? I've never met a gold. Oh, it is. Oh, oh it is. Because <laughs> I considered silver feel for like a while. I'm going to hold forth on why it's a surname. Yeah, I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> oh, no, I do. Murray Gold, the composer of... Ah, yes. yes. Good. But, yeah, no, I thought about silver when I was choosing surnames. It, it was on the list. But um, didn't ah. get it. But you didn't choose gold. It would be a bit like what Trump would choose, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you could just see me going, I'll call myself Donald Gold. <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't a Donald Trump impression. I don't know what it was. It was generic English person doing American. We loved it. <laughs> China. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they said episode two, because that shows what we're doing at the moment. I said episode yeah. two. Number two. In the web planet, the animus could control creatures in contact with this metal. Fuck. Oh, I really need to watch the web planet a lot. Do you? Oh, no, quite more. <laughs> the Vaseline was such a bad call, wasn't it? It was just... <laughs> it was. I'm oh. like, I just remember sitting watching the TV and thinking, why have I got this BSB square eel? That was a lot of effort to get this. And all I can <laughs> see is people vaguely in the distance on my TV. <laughs> Scratching so around when, when you're struggling to get some kind of picture quality that they would do that, it was mental. Imagine doing that now. I will just make everything a bit <laughs> blurry. Um, but uh, Although, I do want to watch it. No, 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 no. That the um, you know, those pictures for the Christmas pictures, there's a really nice web planet one. Pictures I got you for Christmas. Oh, yes, sorry. The really nice Red Planet one that oh, I didn't get for you. Yes. So, yeah, that made me want to watch it. Anyway, that so that's like quite a good speed, That was a bit like the speedboat bit in, in, um, in <laughs> Bullseye. This is what you could have won. It was a really nice yeah. thing I did. <laughs> didn't get it for you. Not liking you enough. Okay, no, back to the, back to the game. If you were in contact with this, you could do shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying silver. I just don't like gold. I think that's my problem. The answer's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, I really need another drink. This is not going well for me. <laughs> okay. Number three. This colour Dalek appeared in Day of the Daleks. Gold! Yes! Yes! But as I asked it, I was concerned that there were other Daleks of other colours, so I didn't think it was a fair question. But I think yeah. the question should have been, this was one of the only times that this sort of Dalek appeared. But then that would then have been a shit question. I like that you gave me a shit question because it was the only way I could have got that right. Because if you just said silver, it would have just been like, well, that's just fucking stupid, isn't it? So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you gave me that one. 
<laughs> Number four. This is the name of the vehicle, the space vehicle used to infiltrate the space station in the wheel in space, the something carrier. The wheel in space. I've not seen that one, have I? I don't know, darling. Does it exist? Does it fully? Does it? Episodes, episode six. No. Some of them. One episode. So you've not seen it either. I have, but I don't really remember it because when there's one episode, I've, I don't watch a lot of that again on repeat view. But there is okay. one or two. But what do, is it? Been animated or with photos and stuff? Or <laughs> you know what I heard then? Is it banimated? Like you know, that's like doing <laughs> where bananas replace the original people. <laughs> yes, that would be so good. <laughs> The real budget versions of Doctor Who's all done with bananas. I think that would be really good. You just imagine someone with Zoe's wig on a banana. That's a banana face. <laughs> <laughs> banana face. Jamie with his kilt on a bit on a banana. <laughs> and it's not for everyone. It could be like the fourth disc in the set, couldn't it? The banana dated <laughs> Not many people would pick up the fourth disc, but when they did, boy, the joy they would get from that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the bananimation? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, uh, has it been animated? <laughs> Thank God. So was it? No, I, mean, I need you to tell me. Was it animated? <laughs> like... I think episode one has been animated, and it was animated as a test. Or something, and then released to the world, released out oh. into the world to fly, fly, my pretties. But I don't think it's. Um, I don't. I, I think all of the Troutons are on their list to be animated now, desperately. Okay. Cause they're, they're close to animating them all, aren't they? It's quite scary. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm back to the question. I will say, um, what was the something? What was the name of the shuttle Carrie. thingy? The something carrier. Oh, yeah, the silver carrier, the gold carrier, the silver carrier. You see, my that isn't working for me when I try and hear it as a word. Silver. Correct. Yes. And of course, I think that's the Cybermen are infiltrating. So that's why it's the silver carrier, because there's Cybermen in there. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Like it. So you've got two so far. <laughs> I didn't want to rub it Thanks. in. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did. <laughs> that was like Tess Daly when she talks about people on Strictly and she says, and then at the bottom of the leaderboard, <laughs> hate you. You have no friends. You're the worst human being that ever lived. We have this person. <laughs> have many things to say, Tess. So she's got to make it stick, hasn't she? She's uh, it's... Actually, I don't know whether she does it anymore. No, I think Cla- Claudia does it now, doesn't she? So I think maybe... Then we don't hear us being so nasty about people anymore, Tess. <laughs> uh, not that I'm fully watching Strictly anymore. I'm kind of there under under penance or oath or something. I don't quite know why I ever watch it. Anyway. <laughs> I think we need a bit more tonic in this gin, my love. <laughs> Alex suddenly explodes and falls over. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> It must be strong if Alex is responding. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> right. Number five. According to Susan, the leaves on Gallifrey's trees were this colour. I remember saying it. 
In the sensorites suite. Fuck. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, I used a whole bottle last time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, fuck. I remember saying it, but it was gold or was it silver? I don't shitting know. Oh, gold. I'm saying now gold. Then. Now oh, then, right. I haven't got an answer down on my sheet. <laughs> yes. I think that means I was right. Are you just going to quickly Google? Because if you can quickly Google, so can I. The first one who gets it wins. <laughs> I might just let you win this competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we need lots of angry people. People will be like, oh. no, you got it wrong. You got it yes. so wrong. People write in. Even if you're furious, we just want the letters. Tell us I got it wrong, but write in just to let us know. So are we not going to search? No, I got it right. I think it's silver. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I said, did I say gold? It's so long ago. I know. Number six. This jubilee was celebrated in Mordron and Dead. Silver. Yes. Yes, I remember. I remember thinking of you guys in your robot outfit and your whatever else you wore and when you actually were having the silver jubilee. What did you wear? Soldier? Sil soldier? Robot? I was a soldier. Yes. yes. Nana yes. was cute, wasn't she? What was Anna she wearing? She was a little fairy princess. Yes. Flowers. I loved how properly you did celebrate the jubilee. It was beautiful. We did. We did. For our queen. Mm. <laughs> our queen. Well, well, you would, wouldn't you? You, you, you would. would go to the street. You would eat questionable food in the street with people you didn't know. Oh, I think so. I think it's lovely. I think we should do more of it. Yes. Okay. Question seven. Was it Julius Goldstein or Julius Silverstein who had Yeti on in his museum? Uh, who had a Yeti in his museum in the Web of Fear? <sighs> Goldstein, Silverstein. Yes. Who Goldstein. was this terrible, terrible Jewish stereotype in Doctor Who? Oh no. Really bad, yeah. I remember him though. We watched it, didn't I? Did I watch that with you? I did, didn't I? Yeah, we watched it Too together. Too long ago, yes. Did. Um, Silverstein, Goldstein, Silverstein, Goldstein. It's a hard one, that isn't it? I'm gonna say Goldstein. No, it's Silverstein. You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I love how how you say bastard. You see, I say bastard, bastard, bastard. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you can't throw away an opportunity to really spit out a bastard. No, it's true. Question eight. The Gallifreyan chap who has ceremonial importance and does things with regalia when new presidents are invested is called what, Usher? Well, a lot of the shit that you wear as a as a newly invested whatever you call them. President. Yeah, president is silver. So I'm going to say silver thingy. Silver Usher. No, yeah. it's, got, it's gold oh, Usher. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Can't silver shit. Bastards. <laughs> I wouldn't say silver and go or gold is your quiz. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. No. I really have no skills there. Number nine. The age that the mad people in Invasion of the Dinosaurs wanted to return to. Golden! <laughs> yes! Ah, you know. 
Yeah, we need to bring it back down to basics, don't we? <laughs> Give me a chance. Nice, like it. And finally, the bracelet given to Barbara by Emperor Nero was made of this. A bit cheap if he gave her a silver bracelet, wouldn't it? <laughs> Bless, it's got to be gold. Correct. Spots. So yeah. how many of those answers were actually gold? It was like pretty much all of them, wasn't it? No. No. Yeah, pretty much. No, there's Silver Jubilee. I think the trees on Gallifrey are silver, I'm, I'm asserting yeah. quite strongly suddenly. Um, oh, silver okay. Carrier, Silver Steen. All right. So four of them. Point. <laughs> right, well, you can look forward to some quiz book joy next time. And I can, I'll make and it I nasty. shall. What is more? I'll make it about new Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> I mean, we didn't cover ourselves in glory when we did that wilderness and time quiz, did we? It was really bad, actually. You got one out of ten, I got two. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love Doctor Who. New Doctor Who listener. Ooh. New Doctor Who, I love it. We just, just never don't... watch it after we've seen it. No, why is that? Because we could re-watch an old one a thousand we'll times. We could, but we just don't. I do re-watch every series at least once, the new one. Good. But that's it. It's mm. good, isn't it? Do I get prizes? More than I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do sometimes. I mean, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the last series, but I still haven't watched any of it. Yes. So yes. I don't know why I've got all Cockney geezer. No, I like it. Why. I like it. Very Bradley. Yeah, you, you're yeah. appealing to the, to the new listener. Like. <laughs> the new listener, yes. So I'm, I'm wheeling something. Towards the centre of the room. You is can it see heavy? it this time. I yeah. can! Oh my god, it's beautiful! Oh, it is! <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> the lights, the shining, the joy! The I like it. Space visualizer. What is this machine? I've already told you, my dear. It's a time and space visualizer. You mean a sort of time television? Yes, yeah, like that. Yes, that's exactly what this is. So, do you want to go first? Oh, I'd love to, because I can really think of songs on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first, then. I'm going yes! first. <laughs> so I'm going to go first this month. And I'm just going to get the block out of the chocker block and stick it in and tune. I'm tuning away. <gasps> it's the song. Airport. By the most I hadn't heard it before um, yesterday. I was looking for an airport song, thinking I'll play an airporty song because that would be a good thing. And Reese was like, "You know this, you know this." And then she said, "When he gets to the chorus, you'll know it." And I'm like, "Still don't know it." <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't know it at all? No. Okay. And for me, I'm gonna because you know I like to always be on topic, and I'm always really kind of I'm there with something that. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, again, I'm not going to be on topic or on century or on anything. This is just going to be a random song that pops into my mind. And so we're going to have Deacon Blue, Real Gone Kid. Because I tear out the pages that I've got in these books to find just some words to get some reward and it's show you all the photographs. And I play old 45s that now mean nothing to me. And you're a real gone kid. Maybe not, baby. Now you've squashed my favourite Beatles. Um, it's the story du jour. It oh, is no. the faceless one. The faceless one! You're quite sure you never met these men? They say they know you. But they can't know me. This is my first visit to England. But Polly, it's us, me and the doctor. Would you mind telling us your name? I am Michel Lopi from Zurich. You have a passport? Yes, of course, here. Have I done something wrong? No, no, I don't suppose there's anything for you to worry about, miss. May I just ask what you're doing in England? I've come here to work. Look, here is my work permit. Hmm. Oh, yes, it's quite in order. Thank you. Excuse me. Where did you learn such excellent English? I had an English governess. Would you mind telling me what's happening? Nothing that need concern you, miss. Everything's perfectly in order. Now, if you'd just like to go through there. Thank you. Polly, wait. Just a minute, young man. Oh, but she's a friend of ours, and she saw the mud dirt. You're going to wait here until the superintendent of police arrives. Now, understand that. Ah, you're going to tell him about the dead body. Very sensible. No, I'm going to tell him about you. So, the faceless ones, written by David Ellis and Malcolm Hulk formerly known as the big store or at least that's what it was called to begin with the big store which Ooh. was about aliens posing as shop mannequins does that sound possible does that sound uh, ooh, memorable yes <gasps> okay and it was a william hartnell story but then they canned it and they said all right well we've got this script we quite like it but we don't want it set in a supermarket not a supermarket a what's a what's a big store called a superstore that's that's hard to say <laughs> Department store? Do we not say department That's what store? we mean, sweetie, a department store. Yes. Yeah. I quite like the idea of a Doctor Who set in Grace Brothers and Are You Being Served? I think that, that would, be, would good. be really good. There was one. There was um, oh. Death at Bargain Prices, Avengers one, which was very oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's true. Death at Bargain Prices. Anyway, this one eventually went into production in, in 1967. Mm. And what is there to say other than it's 
important as a story. It's is an it? important story. It is an important story. Oh, because... yes. Last Polly and Bean. Yes. Bean. Yeah. And it should have been the introductory story for the new companion. <gasps> what, what? I kept trying to work out why did that not happen? Did she get another job? I don't know. She turned them down. There was begging going going on. She was amazing. She, she was really, good. She would have been such a good companion. I think I would have got tired of her, though. I think they would have developed it quite well. Okay. Good. Better than I'm that. glad you convinced me. Oh, I thought she was brilliant. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Other landmarks I need to know all, about? That's it. I, so a little bit landmarky. I think it's landmarky. In okay. in in missingness terms, we've got what have we got? One and three. Yeah. We've got, but the others not. Mm. So tell me how you, you don't watched have it. any episodes with any actual visuals of the the creatures, do you? There's no you episode. See, you see the back of him sitting on the couch in the medical yes, sense. That's so right. Yes, that's all you see. Yeah, but I was desperate to see his face, and then you just see it animated. So yes, I watched it in black and white with the original one and three episodes, and the rest animated. Excellent. There's a lot of options, isn't there? There I are. Didn't know. It was just too <coughs> much to choose. I can't deal with that amount. How's about you? I watched the color animation because I did. And um, all animated. Yes, because this time I wanted to see what it was like as a complete thing. Yeah. Because a few months ago I watched one and three and then the cartoon parts side. Yeah. And then um, then it I obviously watched the cartoon. I have banana animation, and then I watched the banana animation as well. <laughs> so, Samantha Banana really suited the dress, didn't she? <laughs> it really worked for her. I like that. Uh, it's quite difficult putting the little bracelets on the wrists of the bananas. They were <laughs> very hard, very hard, and don't try balancing that big white hat. Um, oh, that wasn't in the animation, though, was it? The Samantha. No. It's what, giant... Yes, I saw it. Oh, but she wore it during it, did she? They just didn't... yeah, during the story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she oh. she discards it after she's after the initial sort of um, attempts to find out about Brian Briggs. No, I can't do. I can't do a Liverpudlian accent. Bad. It was not bad. Well, I was not against it. Okay, so what is your history with the faceless ones? Right. Um didn't know who was in it um was i was like where do we fit in the whole scheme of things i know it's the second doctor could be any companion i'm about to see here jamie's most likely in it because he's in every buggery thing however could be any other companions was i just had no history yes (laughs) i just honestly had no expectations it just wasn't in my brain i think i have definitely kind of because I need to save space in my brain. Like I can only support so many things. A lot of the, um, as as the BBC found, the space to look after Patrick Trout episodes just wasn't there. So I've just I've put them in the furnace, and you I've have, not really maintained that knowledge. Um, not that I don't. I, I think I'm, I've made a realization that they're possibly some of my favourite stories now oh. that I'm re-watching I, I cool. find that Patrick Troughton episodes are just fabulous um so I'm annoyed that I haven't 
got that area of knowledge because I think I know a lot more about episodes that are a lot shitter. But um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I really, um, yeah, it, it was all it was all new and exciting and had no expectations. So it was a wonderful thing for me. Excellent. So my first memory of it as a as a thing and knowing that it was a story that existed was in I checked and it was the December 1982 Doctor Who Monthly which had it as the archive feature but mm. from that I would just think it was a story about crouching by big wheels because yeah. <laughs> all the publicity shots were of the Doctor and Jamie crouching behind big wheels at an airport. Not many publicity shots is there I was desperately no. trying to of things and there wasn't much happening none of none of polly and ben at all it's like they're going we, we don't care about them anymore well they were uh, barely in it to be honest yeah and none of samantha either no. maybe they really decide good. if she's not staying fuck her we're not giving her any yeah. publicity i think you're right i think there's a publicity shoot lined up uh, yeah. already and they were like no we're not spending on that now because paza cosa isn't going to be in it has she got a, how long after was she upstairs downstairs or Ooh, um i think it was 70 or 71 okay so, so four years later yeah yeah i'm but honestly have you watched upstairs downstairs yeah all right i just love that first series with her in it i just think sarah is just the best character and as soon as she's not in it anymore i'm kind of like Where's Sarah? She's the best character in the whole darn thing. What are we gonna do with Uncle Arthur? A blinking stallion is Uncle Arthur. When he goes us to rolling in the park, watch your step go, especially after dark. I was amazed how much I loved it. I was all set to hate Upstairs Downstairs. I think I must have watched it on sky or something like that oh, on my right. own i just sat and watched the whole lot but i've absolutely adored it it was yeah. yeah to be honest i yes i loved her but i loved a lot of other people too so i, I was quite all right when she'd gone so i was yeah i just Good. loved the whole series yeah so i'd i looked at this archive feature and i read the synopses and i thought well this sounds quite good but I kind of didn't really get a handle on it. And it was sort of very much lost in the mists of time for me i didn't really know what it was about properly i thought it was the airport one and I didn't really, I just, I think very much as a young fan, I was just very interested in whether companions came or went. And that's all I cared about. So for me, right. it was just, it's just Polly and Ben's last story. And that's all there is to say. See, that was a shock to me. I was like, oh, where are you going? I haven't got to know you yet. <laughs> I'll see you later, maybe at the next party. But they'd, they'd gone. Really yeah. was, yeah, it was not a good last story for them. Why did no. they do it like that? Very odd. It's like, that Especially. should be your last hurrah. Especially when she looked amazing in that story. Don't you think she looked really good? Really stunning. Yeah, but yeah. not in the animations. Not in the animations. I thought that was a bit harsh. Of all the people, I thought I thought she looked like a bit of a, a bit of a chubber. Really? <laughs> yeah, come across to me. Oh my god! No, I thought she looked really quite similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I thought yeah she was she was, I mean she was stunning. That was her thing. Um, but yeah, no, she but she did well. Apart from yeah. a yeah no no I'm not I'm, we're not going there yet but she's kind of like having like the prettiest girl in the school as the Doctor Who companion which I think is a really interesting vibe. Doctor, I I just seen a man killed. But by one of the beasties. No no, he 
was murdered by another man. Get your breath, Polly, and tell us exactly what happened. Uh, well, I went into the hangar to get away from the policeman, and there were two men in there. One of them had a gun, and he shot the other one. The murderer? Did he see you? Well, he chased me, but I, I managed to lose him. It's not happened before or after, has it? They've no. generally been a bit quirky. Oh, yeah. no, Mary Tam. Oh, yeah, Mary Tam, that's true. But apart yeah. from that, they're, they're not your classic absolute beauties. They're, they're, oh. not, they're not uggers, they're just a bit different. <laughs> uggers. <laughs> Mind you, Caroline Ford, everyone says she's beautiful, but I always get confused with that. But she's not, again, not wrong, but she's just not, she's not a blonde. No, of, no. Streak yeah. of gorgeousness. But yeah, no, she was, yeah, Polly was absolutely beautiful. And yeah, she did... Yeah, she was better than I was expecting her to be, like her acting. I was quite impressed. Yeah. So, um, we know what we're starting with now, don't we? We we had a bit of a preamble, but now it's time for Alex's synopsis of the face. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, <laughs> I love how much this comes as a shock to me as well as I every know. other list. Okay, right. So we um we arrive. The doctor and his companions arrive in Gatwick Airport. They come out of the TARDIS and they're like, Oh my Christ, this plane is going to run over me, even though it's already in the air. I don't understand. <laughs> they're just running and running and running. Why? It's already flying, you mad bastards. But um, yes, there was a real fever pitch of scariness. Not going to do everything scene by scene. Don't panic. <laughs> I was just a bit worried. Cause also because I'm acting as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of running. Okay. <laughs> Polly stumbles upon a dude. <coughs> shoot another dude. What's going on? Nobody knows. Then, um, then Ben goes for a burn. I have actually no idea where Ben went. <laughs> he just lost. Actually, nobody. Where Ben? I actually thought this was Ben's first story. Because he just pops in and he's like, oh, it's my first time on a job. And I was like, oh, nice. This is the start of Ben. And I hadn't quite worked it out. And then like about three episodes later, he's like, oh, all right, doctor and whatever. And it's like, oh, you know them. (laughs) 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 It was was so bizarre. Because they've been so concerned about having lost Polly. They completely never even mentioned Ben. They were just like. like, They're only interested in Polly. It's like, yeah, Yeah, he'll sort himself out. Anyway, sorry. Got sidetracked. Um. Chameleon Tours on the name of the door. Love that. Love that so very much. Um, they get a feel that something's not quite right, right with Chameleon Tours. They've got a thing for young ones. A little bit dodgy. A little bit of a pedo vibe going on. Why are they yeah. taking young people? Um, Polly goes missing. She comes back. She says she's Swiss. No one's believing that shit. Um, <laughs> then there's a lot of men in suits. With guns, <laughs> with ele- with electric shotguns. What are they called? What are they called? They're like ray guns. They ray- let's call them ray guns. Yeah, um, a lot of that. Um, there's also a woman in the first aid unit, also called medical centre. Got stuff going on. She squishes people around, turns them into human type people from funny faces. Um, then, or there's a police investigation. Why are people going missing? I don't know. There's someone, there's someone looking into it. 
very good. Glad that you are. Commandant doesn't quite trust anyone. I like a commandant. Um, got one to bed with them, thinking for herself, being a lot cleverer than every other bugger there, doing her own phone investigation. She gets in trouble for the phone charges. I think it was brilliant. She sort of <laughs> had a thing and he's like, do you know how much it costs to, to ring Singapore? <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, end up on a plane. They go up into space. They find a drawer full of Barbie and Ken. That was like my favourite moment. It was like, what the hell? They pulled out a drawer. Barbie and Ken were inside of it. Hundreds of them. It was really good. End up in space. There was actually a big plan after all by some people whose faces fell off to get other people's faces. Bit confused about the plan. I will be asking a lot of questions about that later. <laughs> Why were they so worried about needing faces? They seemed like to be doing okay. Um, and then they made a bit of a bargain and were like, well, you kill that dude and we won't kill your the originals, which means that you can stay alive, I think. Um, and so they send back the 50,000 um, kids that were in a pedo situation. Um, <laughs> and Polly and Ben say, oh, 1966, I'm stopping here. Thanks very much. And then Jamie wanders off with the doctor. No Samantha to be seen. I didn't even mention Samantha. She was in there. She was good. She was Liverpoolian. We liked her. The end. <laughs> Ding. I feel I should start by responding to the allegations that the chameleons are paedophiles. <laughs> On the basis that the advert clearly states 18 to 25. So, oh, yes. True. Yes. Just younger than that. I don't know why I'm suddenly defence lawyers for the chameleons. No, I think that's a fair call, though. When you see... See injustice, you fucking shout it yes. out. I like it. Why did they so. have 18 to 24 year olds? I think they just wanted to try that out as a thing way before 18 to 30 happened. It was just a thing. <laughs> no, exactly. No idea. Okay. But then so all those questions you've got, I don't think I can answer probably any of them. Oh. Yes. oh I thought I was paying attention. Oh, no. no. So the. the they were they, they, something happened to their planet. Yes, and they needed they needed bodies. bodies. Yes, but their bodies were working, and they seemed to be doing a lot of things with them. Oh no, yeah. because it was a little bit it was a bit struggly that first dude. Yeah, but so I thought that was because he was on Earth. But it's not, I, is it? I don't know. I think it's because they need them. Right. I don't know. So they're not well. They need bodies because they're not well. Well, let's say that, but it wasn't clear. No. Okay, good. Right, <laughs> right. Back to the beginning. Um, yes. Oh, by the way, on, on that same vibe that you picked up on, though, Chameleon Tours, they originally called Pied Piper Tours in the original scripts, but it was felt it was too on the nose. Really? Yes, but that oh. does suggest children, doesn't it? That's cheap. It that's creepy. Yeah. But I do like that. I, I like the creepiness of it. Like the whole yeah. thing very creepy i loved it like it, yeah. what you said to me before i watched this that i was gonna love it because it's very avengersy and god it was it's yeah always a man in a very important suit with a gun just saying just hold right there son and it's just yeah it's oh it's so brilliant and the chameleon tours it was just so fake and so brilliantly silly it was yeah. oh it was so avengers very very happy I thought it was as well probably one of the most avengersy of all doctor who's it was very much a spy thriller with 
actiony bits and stuff. Yeah. Yes, I want the murder. I, like I was actually kind of wrapped thinking, actually, what is happening next? What will? And I didn't know what every cliffhanger would be. Like in the episode three or something, where they all go missing from the plane, I was like, wasn't predicting that. No idea that was coming. Like I was really yeah. happy. It was yeah. There yeah. was surprises. It was very yeah. good. You wanted to know what was the secret of Chameleon Tours? Well, Inspector? See for yourself. So... Did you like the airport setting? They obviously decided we're going to go to Gatwick Airport. We're going to make the most of this. Heathrow also offered, but they chose Gatwick. They offered? Wow. I thought they'd have a real struggle. Okay. Yeah. But Mm. I suppose it's this... Back then, it was a properly aspirational setting Mm. because package holidays were new and... I I must admit, I loved it. I was... When I heard it was an airport, I'm instantly thinking dull. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking time flight. I'm thinking, oh, God, really? Um, but no, it was, it it really added a bit more kind of, it was a bit special, like the fact that you could only be in certain areas if you had, like, the right documentation. Like, it just it felt a bit more cooler. And there was very distinct areas. There was the medical centre. There was, like, the central control area. There was the chameleon tours section there was the check-in office like there was really clear distinct areas that made it feel a bit more vast than you get in a lot of doctor who's when you're just corridor to corridor probably alien planet main base like it's just it it felt like they really made an effort to have different sections that you felt like you understood yeah yeah that and that geography did make sense which often it doesn't in doctor who you know well why where are they and how did that get there yeah no yeah. it completely made sense um yes good setting liked yeah. it yeah no i think they made a real good job of that oh because i watched the color animation i was a bit about the blue passports that that they were being stamped <laughs> It's like, oh great! The, <laughs> the Brexit fury bubbles through. Thing about Brexit, apparently. <laughs> yes, these wonderful blue passports. No, we want to keep the maroon ones. Thank you. So good. Yes, I'm glad that came through. But I also like the fact that the doctor was really against passports. He said they're mumbo jumbo. Yes. And he was like saying, let's not all be all about what our nationalities and identities are. He was really against that, and I love that because mm. I'm yes, against absolutely. it as well. Yeah, yeah, that really shouldn't mean anything. But can you explain to me how they were so fucking adamant about the passport early on, but then Jamie seemed to get on a flight without a passport? How did that shit happen? Exactly. No idea. Lack security at Gatwick. That's all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have brought no idea how he did plane. that. Explosives, anything. <laughs> yes. Aliens. <laughs> Oh, did you so, like the fact that um that when you got on the plane they um they they would take all your shit for you and like you'd be like oh yes here's my shit and they'd be like oh yes I'll put that in the overhead locker for you I'm like fucking try that nowadays you'd be stuffed you're like no I've just got a pile of shit here here you go and they're like, oh, yes, thank you oh it was brilliant I really enjoyed the thing that I liked was that when she came along with the tray she was giving out barley sugars oh really yes. she says, 
Holy Sugar. Please take a bite of sugar. Thank you. Thank you. You can impress me as you best now. Thank you. Bye, Sugar. Thank you. Everything all right? I like that woman though because she was just like she was so sweet and yes yes love you love you and then like she was just like yeah we, they're all going now fuck them like she just she was a real split personality I like totally. that yeah um oh there's one thing that from the um the first episode that I it's uh, I hate but um it's not about hating Doctor Who uh, or this story it's when Chris Tranchell's character, Jenkins, the passport office, he's saying, oh, it's one of those days. I just wanted to share that I hate anyone saying it's one of those days. I can't cope. I, honestly, everything that Chris Tranchell said made me annoyed. It was just like, someone's found a dead body. And it's just like, that's not funny. Like, it was just like, he <laughs> was really, like, bizarre. He, like, did not get the gravity of any situation. It was just like, I really, what did I write about him? <laughs> oh, but I don't think my little mood board of post-it notes is really serving me well here. But, yeah, he really <laughs> wound me up. You said some really random shit that just did not make sense. Okay. I'll get back to me. I'll find the poster. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me. We're looking for someone in authority. Just a moment, sir. All in good time. Thank you, madam. Now, sir, your passport, please. I've got no time for that. We want to see someone in authority. I am in authority. Your passport, please. You don't understand. We, we have something important to report. Yes, sir. When you found your passport. The next one, please. What's a passport, doctor? Some sort of official mumbo-jumbo. Look! We've just discovered a, a dead body out there. Did you hear me? Well, sir, if I were you, I'd inform the police. Then please tell me where we can find them. There's probably a policeman in the main concourse. And where is that? Through this door and turn to your left. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Come on, Tim. May I see your passport, <clears throat> sir? We neither of us have passports. I have more notes on Jenkins. There's some benefits here. I just I love the fact that um because I, I grew to hate him quite quickly and quite a lot. There's anger here. But at one point he was like when when we the guy was trying to learn his part as Jenkins when he was gonna turn into him. Um I was like, yeah, fucking course he lives with his shitting parents. He's one of those people who's just so fucking full of himself, like, oh yeah, I'm one of the lads. <laughs> wow. I'll shit and if he lives with his fucking parents oh yeah dead body lives with your parents oh he wound me up royally he really did where is my <laughs> sorry no i i thought that you would really like the postcards plot that yes was very that oh was very my goodness how happy was i with the postcard plot it was just yeah i think we were probably at eye-watering stage at that point it was it was pretty special i did i just made me feel yeah it, avengers joy throughout well what about this then a postcard from brian posted in rome yes that does seem odd doesn't it um would you like to, me to make some inquiries for you well what do you think i've come all the way down from liverpool for well since you've put the matter with the police why have you the police they say that dozens of people go missing every week and they haven't got the men to go chasing after them all i see um what did you say your brother's name was Brian Briggs. Would you like me to spell it for you? That won't be necessary, thank you. I'll see what I can find out, if you don't mind waiting. 
I think this might have got blown away of the wind. I don't think I'm going to do the post-it solution next time. <laughs> we had a windy day. Chrissy said, your post-its have gone everywhere. <laughs> it's not there. It's fine. <laughs> a bit me. Did I leave those behind or did you get them from work? They were from you. I found a box oh, okay. the other day of one of your things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yours. Thank you very much. Um, oh, no, I need to go back a step. I need to rewind. Can you please? Very first bit of the first episode. They're running around trying to find a place to go. The policeman is looking after them. He's like, where are these? Where are these little bigger and children? And he, he looks a bit angry. Doesn't just look a bit angry. Someone has said to that guy, right, when you're looking, make sure you do your fiercest face. And he does. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, it was like it was gurning with fury. It was just, it was wonderful. I really did enjoy the fierce policeman. I enjoyed him very much. Um, and, oh, another question relating to policemen: Were they twins? Was that oh, a yeah, thing? In the animation? I think it was a cost-saving measure, so they have loads of people who are the same, just so they don't have to animate a new character. Oh, I, was, I know I it's weird, isn't it? That little police twin people. I really enjoyed a bit of police twinning. Okay, so that's <laughs> fun. Twinning. Fun. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, you know how you said you like a commandant? I don't like a commandant. I really don't. You call him a commandant. Oh, sorry. That's the word. Um, <laughs> that's the word. Um, <laughs> It very it was very Pertwee era bureaucracy. This guy, he was really like annoying. Oh, he was you? very dangerous. Oh, I find it so annoying. I just want to kill him because everyone else was so amenable. Everyone okay. else was really like Need- down with it. They were like, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah, carry on, fucking key to the city, do your shit. But he was just like. I don't know. Like he he just he wanted everything written in triplicate, and I need that. You need a bit of a, a hurdle. You can't just make everything easy. Okay. I'll let Good. you off. Good. Good. Yes. We talk about Bernard Kay's accent. <laughs> Go. He wasn't Scottish. <laughs> he couldn't even <laughs> make it. <laughs> it was just awful. Like he is I mean, obviously solid Doctor Who stalwart love a bit of Bernard Kay that was just the worst fucking accent wasn't it it was just a hint yeah, of Scottish every like, time he remembered I did like the character of Crossland though a lot because I, he was down with the bloody Doctor you love a bit of that he's like yeah I I'll do, do I also like the fact that he was such an un- unlikely character to become the director of all the baddies in the end it was so good that he was had that trajectory that he started off as just a really friendly good inspector but in the end, the chameleons chose him to be the director of their their badness, and he. And I thought that was really good. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, I guess I, I I make that distinction very much that it was just the body of, and therefore it's just old dude, and therefore middle aged white dude will always be the one who is in charge of anything. Oh, I see. So there was that. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, he's good. I liked him. He, he was a good character. I'm, I'm not against him. Just the accent. Just, just the accent. Just, oh, it was awful. In a packing case, I found the body of a man. You never told me that, Doctor. Another dead man. No. He was in a stupefied state. A sort of coma. Who's this one? I don't know his name, but I have a feeling he's one of your employees. No, indeed. In fact, I think he may be 
in here. Can I ask you about Nurse Pinto? Where do you stand on Nurse Pinto? Yeah, I'm, I'm not against a Nurse Pinto. I think oh. she was pretty fierce. She she had she was she was her own person in that she had that little shit going on. I'm keeping my double here. Fuck off. Like she was someone who had a bit of clout about her. She obviously very much supported whatever the oh actually we don't know what they're called the faceless ones whatever they were doing and was integral to it and I thought her character was quite strong she was quite fierce she was very much an Avengers kind of not henchman but second in command she was yes. like that one yeah. that is yeah she she's got the ability to really fuck other people's lives up she could fire people if she wanted to she was she was a solid second and yeah no I thought she was pretty good and her hair was big which is always a plus. Yeah. Now, I'm into episode two now. I don't know whether you are, but I, I am. No, I've got I've got so many things, but they're not in order. I didn't with using the the post it opportunity. <laughs> I didn't even put them in any order. I just thought I put them randomly as as madness. madness. <laughs> but don't panic. It's all going to make sense soon. Good. Good. Um, one of my favourite things in the entire story was the Europe map on the wall in the Chameleon Tours kiosk because it was just like the Europe map I had on my bedroom wall when I was a kid. I didn't even know. Yes. It was a really gorgeous Europe map, which and it had shields around the edge, just like mine did in my room. I'm doing the action. Shields around the edge. Yeah, shields around the edge. Good. That was the shields around the edge action. I liked it. I also liked that the Doctor was very capable, very quickly, of thinking, well, that wasn't Polly. Yes. Yes. There was a lot of not fucking around. There was a, a lot of moments where you thought, oh, no, it's going to be a misunderstanding forever. And yes. you didn't, you weren't put through that pain. The no. people worked it out quick enough for it not to be an awful experience. So, yeah, no, it was, it was good. Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. He was actually good in this. Like, I, I think we've watched a couple recently where I feel like he was a bit superfluous, but he wasn't in this. He was, he was integral. He was a good, solid character. He was warm and loving when he needed to be he was completely in charge when he needed to be i really it was a good patty one if i felt yeah. he he worked well agreed like good. so all right we must talk about samantha what do you think about samantha you 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 were a fan weren't you i loved her i i think pretty much yeah a couple of as soon as I saw her in, it must have been episode three, because I didn't, I just thought random Scouse woman was not quite getting it in the animation. Episode three, I was like, ah, Pauline Collins, got it. She was going to be a companion. That all kind of jumped out at me. Yeah. And I kind of gave her more attention then. And yeah, no, she, um, she was, her little one-liners were good. The way like, she, no matter what anyone said, she's like, you're not fucking taking me seriously. It was just, <laughs> I, I loved that. She, yeah. She'd be really amenable to someone's face and they'd be like, yeah, bastards, essentially. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, no, her scripting and the way she brought that out, I, I really enjoyed. She was a very, very capable character who would have been fantastic, I think, as a Doctor Who companion. And a huge contrast to what they went with in terms of Victoria. Yeah, like 100% the opposite. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I find Victoria quite a disappointment by comparison. I really do. I think, yeah, the someone like Samantha, because she was just so eminently capable. Like, yeah. she was not taking any shit. Like, it's, yeah. it is a real shame that they just thought, oh, well, we've lost that actress, so we're going to go with with Feeble Scream. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's... An, 
it didn't take Doctor Who to places that it needed to go. Um, yeah, I guess. I have, I have a theory. I have a yeah. theory. And that is that she's set up quite nicely in episode two, but then she gets loads to do in three and four. But then in five and six, she kind of barely in it, has nothing to do. And I think she was like, well, I'm not doing this. I'm an actress and I'm good. And episodes five and six, she's barely in it. So I think that was the choice she made. She was like, well, no, I'm not doing this. Do you reckon? You see, I'm thinking that it was more that they were like, ah, oh, you've told us you're fucking going. Sod you then. You're not getting any script for the last two episodes. Ah, could be. Could be. You know, it depends how much of the script is, is in place before. You know, yes. I must admit, though, I did feel a bit, it was a bit naughty. But as soon as they did that kiss, I was like, what? That is disgusting. Kissing. Sex kissing. is not happening in Doctor Who. I'm sorry, that's just <laughs> unnecessary. It's disgusting. I was really quite upset. It's it was just disgusting. like, it was. Like, this, it's only one thing that happens after a kiss like that. Dirty. It was... Uh, <laughs> But I love how this is your Britishness coming out here. <laughs> sex is dirty. It's so funny. It's dirty. Uh, Doctor Who is no place for sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved in the animation when Pauline Collins moved along the bench to sit next to him closer. Yeah. That's really yeah, good. Was no, it was. It was lovely. Pat good that inspector's going to be. Ah, but he believes us. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean to say he's going to do anything. I think I'll go and have a look round that chameleon hanger. Ah, uh, not by yourself. Well, I suppose it would be better if I had a man with me. Aye. If only that doctor hadn't told me to watch this place. Oh, do you always do everything you're told? No. But the doctor trusts me. Yeah, that's your trouble, isn't it? All right, stay here. After all, they can only murder me. Ta-da! Oh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, I don't suppose anything will happen here, do well, you? Well, since they've closed the kiosk, it's hardly likely. Uh, and we won't be long away, will we? Well, that depends on what we find. Ah, oh, come on, kid. In any case, you'll need me to show you the way there. Do you but, think um, there was too much waiting at the kiosk? Too much sitting waiting oh, at the kiosk? I liked the kiosk. I did enjoy the kiosk. I don't know why. I think it was because it was quite accurate. Like, you do find there is that just annoying um, yeah. area of the airport where there's just, like, pointless people doing pointless shit and they're never helpful. And, like, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I did quite like it. It did bring a kind of realism to Chameleon Tours that I was quite happy about. So, yeah, so you're not happy. Yeah, you just don't like a queue. Is that it? You're not happy? With <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a very good queuer, actually. Are you? <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> and you respect a queue myself. Yes, always. <laughs> To the extent that when we had that friend Kevin, who had that dreadful girlfriend Janine, who was who was she was German. I, mean, I shouldn't say it, but she was terribly. <laughs> she was very German. Just, we just destroyed all our German listenership in one swoop. But I love Germans, by the way. This is Andy's sole view. <laughs> was not keen on Janine. I do agree. Oh, you remember Janine? Of course. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And and she, the first thing she said, almost the first thing she said about herself was. Um, Oh yeah, queuing's mad. You British are mad, queuing all the time, and you just push through, push through. And when we were with her ever, she'd like be pushing through queues, and we're like, no, we're not doing that. It was awful. It was so embarrassing. This, this, <laughs> I like this in a consideration that it shows that it's just 
Yes, like the, yes, we're very proud cures because it's just, it's like it's not survival of the fittest. We're just getting tickets for goodness sake. It's not okay to to push through to win. That's awful. Oh yeah, I've got something I need to go back to. Good. So yeah, okay. Sugar Delta X-ray. Am I missing something, or have they just made up their own fucking radio alphabet? <laughs> Sugar's not it, is it? So isn't. Sierra, like, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I was like, maybe this is something specifically for airports. I feel like I need to to research it, but it just seems really like basic information you'd probably try and get right before doing a script. So, oh yeah, fucking sugar, mm-hmm. give it a crack. Uh-uh. Listeners, did you, please write in. Did you did you spot any of the Easter eggs in the animations, which are there's loads of different things, little clever things they put in the animation. Oh, I like know. the upside down newspaper or no, I like that very much. That was lovely. Yeah, but, but like there was um, a Keys of Marinus reference on the newspaper. What? Marinus, Marinus padlocks. Um, and in the airport terminal, there was an international electromatic sign. Elsewhere, oh. there was a, an advert for Hibbert plastics from Spearhead. Oh, my if God. Look, if you look really closely, you see all these things. And the computers have Con- Condon Limited, which is after Paul Condon, the Doctor Who fan who died. Oh, yes. Yeah, loads of different things like that all the way through. But because I knew there was a lot of those things in it, I was kind of almost watching the scenery a bit too much rather than <laughs> the story. And there's one point where I was like, that cloud looks a bit like Africa. They're trying to do the whole world map on the on the clouds. And I was like, no, that was just one cloud that slightly looked like Africa. And you're really reading too much into the scenery now, Andy. Stop it. <laughs> you fruit bear. Oh, no, I'm quite glad I didn't know because I would have got really sidetracked. Yes, no idea. And it was all lovely. Well, I think my favourite one was the eye test sequence because on the eye test board written underneath, it's got bad wolf written backwards. Was it? Uh, Yes, and it's also the item sequence. I didn't remember that. And Big Ron written backwards as well, which is a reference from EastEnders when there was the Dimensions in Time thing and you had to vote on the phones for which minor EastEnders character would save the Doctor, whether it was Mandy or Big Ron. Tomorrow night, 6.45, on my house party. And that's when you can see part two and you can see whether or not you've actually got yourselves involved in the production of the second part because now we've got a great opportunity for you to influence the outcome of Doctor Who's adventure. If you think that Mandy should be helping the Doctor, there's one phone number, or if you think it's Big Ron, it's the other. So for Mandy, it's 0891 But if you think it ought to be Big Ron, it's 0891 And when you make your call, you'll be invited to make a pledge for children in need. So you'll not just be helping the doctors, but you'll actually be helping children everywhere. So remember, tomorrow night, 6.45, on the house party, you can find out what the outcome of your voting is. <laughs> I loved Big Ron. Big Ron was really cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. But Mandy wow. Wow. Mandy won that vote, 53% for Mandy. But the person <laughs> animating was, or banana-mating, was very much for... Um, Big, Big Ron, Ron, I'm assuming. Gosh. Yeah. Mm. Big Ron Tar, who is one of the aliens in Destiny of the Daleks who storms the Movellan spaceship. Is he? Yes. Oh, he had rights then for that job. He did. He did, sweetie. Um, yes. I've written down here, thank Christ for Crossland overruling the horrible commandant. 
Oh gosh, you did get involved, didn't I you? Did. You don't like actual plot where there's people who oppose the doctor. You just like no, agree with, with the doctor. Do He's always right, you know. <laughs> oh, I've like got a that. question for you about the postcards. So these postcards, they're pre-stamped, pre-written, yeah. given yeah. to the community tours. Why people. were they in that fucking office? Because they should have been fucking sent. But yeah, carry on. But also. What about franking? I want to know about franking. Do you? Yes. <laughs> oh, so someone is actually posting them. Oh, in those cities? Yeah. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yeah. So they go there and they do get, they actually do send them. They, it does sound like an unlikely kind of little. Yeah, really, that's that's really really going, ah, I'm just going to go and post some postcards. I'm just like, off to Dubrovnik. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Really? But yeah, they do say that they come from that those is cities. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a real effort. I know. Can you imagine your brain as an alien thinking, right, we'll do this plot, and then what we'll do is we'll make sure we have they have these things called postcards. And yeah, what we we'll know all do about is them. We'll make sure <laughs> I had like a ten minute briefing on this human, so I know <laughs> everything about their life. We'll make sure. The thing is, if they're not franked in these cities, then it's not going to work because people won't believe it. It's so no worldwide to... infrastructure. It's impressive what Honestly. you can learn in 10 minutes. So, yeah. Gosh, yeah. That, that was a deep dive for the chameleons there into Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate how well they went with that, though. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> I kind of like to think that they kind of just had a big encyclopedia of Earth and they just I don't know, had the P volume and just picked postcards at random as their yeah. main <laughs> their plan. And like the, it could have been, like it could have been tractors, it could have been anything. <laughs> a trickier one for an airport, but it could have been. Oh, Did no, you... I'm not talking about... <laughs> trickier one for an airport. What I mean is, it just... oh, no, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm lost. <laughs> right, good. Tell me, did you see. Um, the very beginning um when the first set of passengers walk into the plane or walk um away from the immigration guy onto the plane yeah. was really lovely because <laughs> oh no you didn't watch the um you watched the whole animation version <laughs> this woman and she's she's got quite chubby ankles so i was already completely focused <laughs> on her <laughs> i can't help but look at chubby ankles and um she just she starts walking along <laughs> she just misjudges it not a lot but just enough so that she walks into the wall and honestly <laughs> I was so happy watching it she just looked ever so slightly drunk and <laughs> she was just you can know she was really strident and she was like <laughs> I'm an extra I'm going on to the I'm going to the airplane first look at me and she just kind of her stride was so strong that she couldn't quite correct it and, oh, <laughs> wow. so this isn't this isn't the animation this is in real life in real life, she banged okay. herself into a wall. It was a lot of joy. Yeah, I've just I've just remembered something else that I was going to say, and that is in the Bananimation, the yeah. um, one of the outfits, which you wouldn't have seen because you didn't see the colour, was it was like pink and green striped. Oh, I with feel like a, I missed out a, now. With a white collar, Ooh. and I've suddenly realised that it's a an exact match with the dress. That the woman has in Spearhead from Space when they're in the factory. That dreadful dress. There's a really clutch yes, on her. I remember her. With a blonde big Secretary wig. Secretary them, takes them around. Yes. 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 It was exa- I thought it was she wore dress. a green dress. Oh, I think it was, was the same green. dress. 
I think they used it as Mac. Dress. Nah, was it? I disagree. I absolutely disagree. <laughs> nah, I love how you say nah. That's the kind of like nah. I might be wrong, but it was so familiar that I thought, is that the same person? Yes. Is that the same person? No. Um, right now, I'm so wholeheartedly disagreeing. She wore a fetid. Um, it was like it was a, a very lime short green dress. Yeah, it was lime green kind of mottled thing. Was it? Yes. Okay, well I'm wrong then. But it was so um, familiar to me that dress. That was like it's got to be a thing. I think you need to send me a picture because I'll. It's ringing a bell with me too. Right. Well, we'll have a bit of. Well, what we'll do is we'll put it on the Twitter as extra content and ask people to oh, tell us what it what it is. Very helpful. Yeah, we'll do that. Alex later proved with photographs and everything that the woman in the plastics factory in Spearhead was indeed wearing a green mottled dress, not this pink, white, and green dress. Um, we now think that I'm conflating two different dresses that our mother had back in the early 70s that looked very similar but clearly that palette of the pink green and white was very popular back then bring it back that's what i say oh i didn't get a chance to talk about the clappy music do you know the joy i get so good i was just like yes this is the show for me as soon as it started i was like yes it was just so evocative, and it just it's was like... The Colin's fight sequence. Oh, no, I got, I got the joy instantly when they did it with um, Polly first running around. That was that was already... I was in a happy space. But, um, yeah, no, it was good for the Polly and Colin's fight, I agree. Yeah. Can you explain to me what was wrong with the cockpit? Oh, when they go in and they meant to say... And it was meant to look really alien. Yeah, it was like, oh. Looks I know, I was kind of thinking, isn't that what all cockpits look like? I know, <laughs> I don't have much knowledge of this kind of thing, but it looks fine to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought there's not a pushy lever, but other than that, it's fine. And then my technical plane knowledge, pushy lever. <laughs> yep, all set to go, thank you. <laughs> Kitching. <laughs> I do like a, a gold little um, wheel, you know, like they have, spinny wheel. Oof. Oh yes, to close it. I did like yes. that. Yeah, I did puzzle. wonder whether it was the same one for, that Zoe turns in Seeds of Death, knowing how much these props come up again and again. Oh, very different size. Oh, was it? I'm sure. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not so certain. Okay, fine. Okay, I know I've already talked about this, but it was utterly unbelievable. Why would? You have someone with such a plummy English accent <laughs> saying, oh, no, I'm Swiss. Oh, no, I'm absolutely Swiss, darling. It's just fucking mental. Oh, no, I got it from my governess. Oh, my goodness. If you could get an accent that fucking crisp from a governess <laughs> when everyone else in your family is shitting Swiss, mental. It was just the most unbelievable backstory for her. It's like, no, yeah. entirely Swiss. I've never been to England in my life before, darling. Oh, fuck off. It was just, it was just <laughs> mental. I also like the fact that her name was really weird because Michelle is such an English name as well. Yeah. But, um, but also her surname, Lupi. And she really pronounced it lots, Annika did. And it was like, Michelle Lupi. And I'm like, what was that? What now? <laughs> so I actually I went, I, say it again. 
I really went to a synopsis online so I could actually check the spelling of it because I was so intrigued. Oh, is that where that Polly Lopez comes from? Because they sometimes call her Polly Lopez on something. No, I don't know where that comes from, but they also call her Polly Wright, which is wrong because she's not ever called Polly Wright really on screen and they just make that up. She hasn't got a surname, people. Just live with it. No, it's just a fact. Yes. Ben has, though, doesn't he? Ben Jackson. Yes, I know breed. I know that, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want you to tell me, in the 60s, in the Scotland, did ever, did, was it quite normal for people to dress like Jamie? Like, I, I just, it felt like racism to me. They were like, oh yeah, he's dressed like a Scots lad. It's just like, no, he's dressed from someone from like the fucking 17th century, for goodness sake. But like... Number one kilts were later than that i think sweetie okay. oh no they weren't were they no no i'm wrong i'm thinking of braveheart braveheart was wrong because that was 1300s and they didn't have kilts yet no you're right 17th century sorry wrong me okay, good fine everything but 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 yeah no i think it's just yeah that's just a really quick way of saying he's scottish he's wearing a kilt yeah but the whole thing but is just like it's but he is from the 17th century so it's okay that's absolutely fine but the thing is like when you're looking for a guy, when that guy is just like, oh, yes, he's run away now. I love that bit, actually. But the commandant is just like, he's not even like, oh, I'll try and stop him. He's just like, oh, no, they've run away now. I can't be asked catching. Can you get them, sweetie? And he's just like, oh, miles away. But it's like, he doesn't even begin to describe what they look, you know, two gentlemen, blah, blah, blah. One's a bit scruffy looking. So one of them is dressed like a fucking 17th century Scotsman, for goodness sake. That's the thing. So he has got a pullover on. I think the pullover he, makes him Oh, more... yeah, so absolutely 60s through and through. Like, just, that was not normal. He wasn't dressed like a normal person from the 60s. Like, that's the thing. I think he was. If he was, if that was a 60s pullover, I'd like to know. I'd like some more fucking listener content. Was that a normal <laughs> 60s outfit? Don't believe it. Well, there was lots of kilts, certainly, in the 60s. But I think was girls there? were wearing kilts a lot. Yeah. Because oh, okay. Victoria wears a kilt in one episode, which I think is quite funny, in Enemy of the World, going into, oh. into Web of Fear, she wears a kilt. Yeah, at the start. You know, the I'm lipping scene. I'm lipping! <laughs> I remember that now. That's, that's in a kill. <laughs> Get set to be beamed up to the fourth dimension with Doctor Who for exciting time-travelling adventures on the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd of September on Galaxy, the entertainment channel. I think kilts were quite big in the late 60s. Maybe it was a, tr- a, Fraser, a Fraser Crazer. Fraser Fraser Fraser. <laughs> well, he did start quite a thing because he really set the heart of Lassie alight, didn't he? Um, what do you call he it? Did. I always find um, Fraser Hines, I don't know whether to say this, a bit potato-faced. <laughs> i tell you one thing I found about Fraser Hines. Uh, the thing that makes him so unattractive is that he he's always such a twat like he's just like yeah. blah, blah, blah. i've just walked in here and i don't know what's going on help me doctor obviously can't do a scottish accent but when <laughs> really? he was yeah <laughs> but he didn't even try um 
When... Okay, doctor. <laughs> help me, doctor, help me. See, I'm going, no, I'm not the worst, sweetie. Um, but no, when he was being, um, well, yeah. <laughs> when he was being an alien, when he was like doing the radio, like the pressy buttons, radio Earth to control bollocks, yes. he was like a grown up. And he was actually much more appealing. Like, I didn't fancy the cartoon character, but I'm like, actually... <laughs> I love how you had to defend that. <laughs> I know. I didn't fancy a cartoon. <laughs> but no, I was just like, oh, actually, I really do like this version of Jamie. Like, the <laughs> obviously very racist. I like the English version of Jamie. When we're talking. <laughs> yeah, I like it when everyone's English. <laughs> Can we just do I that? I like more? it when everything's English, including my bacon. And I like my passports to be blue. <laughs> there's that. nothing you can tell me about Boris Johnson that's bad because he's a good man that one um you, but yeah he's a full transition into mum <laughs> <laughs> but no but didn't but him just being a bit sensible and not acting like a fool just made him a wholly different person like Jamie's character is like such a silly person he's just very silly all the time and it's just it's quite wearing after that many episodes you're just like can you just shut up and and this time you're like oh this is what Fraser Hines is possibly capable of because I I didn't really watch Emmerdale at the time I've barely seen anything else he's done so I really I don't know what he is as an actor but I was like oh you're probably better than that blithering fool that I see all the time and it was yeah it was just an interesting angle to who he is what is your name? Yeah. Try again. What is your name? Jamie. Where do you come from? From Earth. A place called Scotland. Excellent. Director. What is it? We have found two imposters. The doctor and Nurse Pinto. I want permission to have them destroyed. One moment. What do you know about the doctor? He's not of this earth or this century. He has traveled through time and space. His knowledge is even greater than ours. Director, this man is a danger to us. He should be destroyed. And I say he must live, but as one of us. You will regret it. You have your orders, Captain Blade. Yes. But you've got me thinking, because of that slight sidestep there, that maybe we've got an explanation for what's going on in the world today, and I think that they had their little postcard seminar upon the chameleon planet. And I think they've since had a European Union seminar and their new plan has been to infiltrate England and to to feed into all this nationalist fervour and that chameleons are replacing people and they're all the Brexiteers in this country. Oh, and golly! Mother is a chameleon, so that's my new... Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> she's not actually racist, she's a chameleon. <laughs> Like fuck, is that why she never looked after us? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are you in your? You're, like you've got any sort of system? Like I have such a system. Where... I'm, I'm bringing my down the bottom post-its to the top. That's where it goes. I, I'm, I could be talking about things from the first episode, but still, they're going to be useful. I've got, I've got a question about gadgets. Yes, there are lots of gadgets in this, and I felt sometimes. Sometimes they were good for story excitement, but other times they were just a bit like, oh, it's just another gadget. And I was thinking, is this because it's trying to be a spy thriller or were they essential to the plot? There was like that disc that was on the doctor's back that made him fall over. And... That wasn't actually very useful, was it? It didn't weird. really further the no. plot in any way. No. And then there was the, the fountain 
pen with the cold gas in it. Yes. Yeah. And then there was the light beam on the floor. The oh, the Penelope pit stop moment was really bizarre. It's like, it why would you set up a situation where you're like, I'm just going to give them enough time to get away? It yes. was just bizarre. It well, really. What I wrote down was perils of Pauline. <gasps> Penelope pit stop perils of Pauline. <laughs> perils of Pauline Collins. Yes. Yes. yes perils of Good. Pauline pit stop. Yes. Oh, look, can't you prop it up on something? No, it won't work, Cal. But I'll you... have to hold it. Your hand! It's a risk I'll have to take. Uh, uh, Quick, Jamie, now! Uh, oh, well done. Uh, uh, wait. Uh, I, I can move. I, I wonder if... Do you think that's what's happened to Ben and Polly, Doctor? No. Are you sure? I think they were needed for some purpose. We won. We were obviously too dangerous for them. But to try and do something like this in broad daylight. Yes. It means only one thing, I'm afraid. Their plans are almost complete. Yeah, no, I didn't dislike that. I mean, it was very cliffhangery kind of a thing. Um, I didn't mind. I liked the little gadgets on their arms. I liked the little doobery. I, like, I thought they were like Wii remotes. Like someone was strapping Wii remotes to people. Yeah. <laughs> playing tennis accidentally. Yeah. Well, yes, there was that. Um, yeah. Oh, one thing I did find actually was, it, and this is a commentary on it being animated, was I actually really enjoyed the fact that a lot more you could leave to the imagination. Like, when you you only see the back of that dude's head and then you don't actually see their faces. I was just like, actually, this is actually more of what we need in Doctor Who. They they do show too much sometimes when oh, it's definitely. just... when oh, they coming, off the just... Back, coming off the back of Warriors of the Deep, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you just allude to things with a little bit of shadow here and a little bit of that there, yeah. it just, it would be so much more effective. And I just felt like, and I don't know whether this was intended for faceless ones or whether or not this was just a product of not being able to see it because it was the animation, but it just, I felt like it alluded to things more than it showed stuff. And I really liked that. I, I felt quite creeped out in that first scene, like where you where he kind of gets on the stretcher kind of thing. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is a bit scary. I just, I felt like it just had enough to it that you don't necessarily get with Doctor Who. Doctor Who's very much, I'll fucking show you the lot, my fucking jiffy pad inserts and everything. Like you just, it just gives you everything, warts and all, and it doesn't always help the plot. Yeah. Agreed. One thing I wrote down was episode four. I've written down, starting to flag by this point. Yeah, I four was episode... definitely a down moment. Yeah. 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 I was like, Pauline's done some magic, but you're like, oh. It's a little bit tired. Yeah, now. it's like, come on, there's just lots of waiting in the airport. Because I think the action had gone up into space, or at least mm. into the air. It was like, come on, just get up there now. And yeah. I think there was there was far too much of of it leading up to that point. I was like, oh, okay. But episode four could go for me, and possibly five as well. <laughs> it, it was mainly in that central control area, wasn't it? But that was yeah. when Wanda really came. She shone. Oh, I, I wrote admit. this down that she was good. With yes. the acting, yes, she was acting really thing. good. From the moment I saw her, I was like, I know you, and obviously I do know her, but I hadn't realised up front. But I, I know you, and I like you. That just kind of 
she just shone as an actress. She was very solid. She just kept doing those little sly side eye movements where she was like taking the piss out of the people next to her. She just she has a way about her that just makes her own yeah. the screen a little bit more. She was very solid. Yeah. Although I wrote down in fury. Um, if, I don't know whether you can see the top of my notes there. It's probably not worth. She's never done this to me before. <laughs> when the commandant said. She's never Commandant. done this to me before. Like, Commandant, sorry. Like, you know, as if, like, it was really evil to be to be ill. It was like an impersonal infliction upon him. I've known bosses like that. It just makes me so angry. <laughs> like, what? She's never done this to me before. Perhaps she's actually sick. I mean, it's kind of... It's not argument. about you. She's just sick. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely about you, Bart, right now. Yeah, she's yeah, never no. done this to me before. I was so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely had that experience of not having had a great time when you've been sick. I think that's possibly more indicative of that than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I used to have my boss used to ring me up at home when I was sick, which was very rare. And he was he was definitely just ringing up just to Perhaps. check. Steve Lydell at um, the business school in Cambridge. Really? Yeah, when I was running the information <laughs> service there, yeah, he'd ring up. I mean, admittedly, I was quite cosily watching the, the darts at the time on the TV, oh, but I wasn't. Well, I do well. miss the darts. Oh, the darts must be on soon. It's generally January, oh, February, isn't it? Oh, I like that. Yeah, January, February, February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just watched it last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. I liked who won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Save that one. Uh, yeah. Andy and Alex are talking about the world BDO championships which actually no longer exist this is the first year they didn't run um obviously many people think the pdc is far superior to the bdo but i always liked its quiet country club charm um and its unprofessional nature but anyway the bdo is gone i'm glad that you've listened to this announcement good back to the faceless ones so we're up into space anyway did you like the plane? Do you like a plane transformation as it goes? Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I really yeah. liked it. It was special. Again, a little bit unexpected. Like, I, you kind of got that that's where it was going. They weren't going to be going to another, like, country. They were going somewhere a bit different. But I wasn't quite sure how it was going to manifest. And then when it just stopped and it was like, oh, they're not moving. It's like, oh, this is special. And then I tell you, no one experienced that joy like the woman who got off the plane. Honestly, there was, a, there was a woman, and it may have just been in the animation, but when she was on the plane, she was like, oh, I'm so happy, I'm so happy. <laughs> I was on this side of you. And she was like... <laughs> and then when she was walking back, when they actually got off the plane and they were walking down, they had to report to the whatever quarters, and she was like, I'm going home! <laughs> She's just, honestly... <laughs> the joy that she felt at going back Very to the space happy. station... I shared with her. It was a beautiful thing. Good. Yeah. Yep. I am pleased. And then we saw the Barbie and Ken draw, so yeah, it was just joy all around. Yeah. Good. I just realised that I just I just mouthed that acting and we're on audio, weren't we? <laughs> I didn't I didn't get that, sorry. Yes, oh. I, I was Yes. So we're up in the satellite now, episode five. Yeah. Master vibes I got with all the little dolls in the cabinet. I was thinking, is the master behind this early? Yes. Yeah, yes. no, I felt that a bit. But then I was, yeah, I was like, no. Because when did he start? Not until after that, did he? Oh, no, way after. Terror of the Autons, 71. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, not that often. Uh, no, it's quite a while. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, I do like the little dolls. But why are they miniaturizing them? Yeah. Um, I think think it's because, well, I thought it might be because they'd have trouble breathing in space, but then Jamie was fine. Um, Yeah, no good reason. Just it's a bit special, isn't it? Yeah, it's that... so you can open a drawer with people in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's just store them. They haven't got any space. It's a small space station. Okay. That planet, and it's fifty thousand. That's a lot. Stick them in a drawer. A lot easier. That's why it's space saving. <laughs> space saving. It's a storage solution. Hmm. Good. They had no I... IKEA back then. They had to be creative. Yeah. They're very rude about humans, but I think on current evidence, I think it's pretty fair, actually. They say their intelligence is compar- comparable to our animals. Or comparable. Yes. Yeah, yeah comparable. But I think I, I really struggle with that because I'm just like, well, surely any main creature of a planet is also an animal. It's just the dominant animal. But it just, yeah, is an animal anything that isn't the main predator? Is that it? Like, what is? I, I get that whole concept confuses me. I uh, think struggle. it depends whether you whether you're watching the banana animation or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the problems go away when you watch the banana animation, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I did like the moment when Jean pushes the chair so that Meadows can't escape. That was good when she pushed the chair. Did you miss that bit? Who's Jean? Wanda Ventum. Oh yeah. And she's in the control center, and she pushes she pushes the chair across the uh, the the wheelie chair across the room to stop Meadows escaping from the room when it's when he's found out. Yes, and it works, and you never think yes. that's going to work. Yes. Yes, no, yes, I agree. To go but back. I was confused why Meadows was able to carry on for so long being a baddie. Really early on was yeah. that he was dodgy and was being replaced, and yet we're in episode five. He's bad with that position, though. He was just like, I'll just no. carry air traffic control in. I quite like the job, really. Like, yeah. he, he was he fine. Was in, he was putting in a shift, Meadows. Wasn't he? he was. He wasn't fucking around. He was like, I'm going to get those planes in, no matter what. Yeah, no, <laughs> good dude. <laughs> Could have done with a bit of him. So back to Patrick Troughton being stuck in a room. Yeah. So we're there. We've got gas coming out everywhere. And I don't know about you, but if that was happening to me, the first thing I'd try and do, like natural instinct, regardless of my intelligence, would be to try and stop it. Like it just would be natural. You try and jam something in there. You try and cover it. You'd find a shitty rag. You'd stick it there. That does not mean his intelligence is far above the other humans. Like he's just acting on survival. Yeah. It just did not seem like the most inventive thing that he could possibly do. They just, they seemed so impressed by that. And then <laughs> it just seemed really bizarre that his actions were lauded as this kind of godlike creature where he just did fuck all. Here we go. I just realised we haven't talked about Captain Blade at all. And I think he was a very good villain. You're right. I think it's because yeah. there was two men in suits and it was a struggle. But I like them yeah. both. Yes, indeed. Um. When it gets to the point of Nurse Pinto's chameleon has been killed and Pinto and the Doctor become a team, I really like them as a team. The nurse. Yes. Yes. Especially when they have to lie to, to Captain Blade and there's all the bit about, 
Oh yes, well we had to replace Meadows because his chameleon was his body was faulty, and now I'm the doctor. But things. It was really cute, and it just there was a kind of sweetness between them because all of us are like thinking, has he bought it? Has he not? Like it just kind of you were in on this, like you you yeah. know that they kind of could have got caught out, but they might not have done. They might have got away with it, and it just yeah. I really thought that was quite nice because it. It was questions he would he wouldn't have had the answer to. Like he couldn't have prepped for it. And so the fact that he was found out, you're like, yeah, but maybe maybe he would have believed it. Maybe he wouldn't. I did, and it I just did like the it. fact that Blade didn't believe it <laughs> because I thought that that was accurate. Because there's that question the doctor asked about. Um, so if I knew where the bodies were, I could put them there. <laughs> <What Yeah. happened? laughs> if he told but, me where that was. There was a lot of bluffy bluffing. I think that was my big kind of thing about the whole story was just like bluff after bluff after bluff. Like there was a doctor bluffing, there was blade bluffing, there was everyone just making a bit of a bluff everywhere that you could look. And it just, I thought that that was quite a a nice feeling, just having all of that bluffing going on. It just, yeah, it was quite cool. It's the last flight. Surely you haven't forgotten that. The reprocessing, it's difficult to remember details. Yes, of course, I understand. What have you done with this original? In a safe place. But it should be with the others. Tell me where that is and I'll have it transferred. There's no time for that now. Jenkins will see you through immigration. We leave in 15 minutes. Do you think we convinced him? I don't know. However, we've got to board that plane. Come on, don't let's be late. Oh, yeah, I also didn't talk about that. The photo scene. How freaking adorable was that? I just wish they'd actually taken four photos in the interim. Like, I just kept having images of, like, the Doctor, Ben, and Jamie just kind of sat in the photo booth going, wee! <laughs> just having little oh, smiles. yes, the photo booth. Yes, that was lovely. And I loved the way they realised the photo booth as well. That was really cool. The outside of it felt really real. Yeah. yeah yes. No, Liked it. Cool. But I think it was a shame you think if you include that, you may as well have a scene where they've actually gurned for some photos and you have a strip of photos. Yes. It just felt like such a wasted opportunity because, yeah. like, someone like looks through the curtain, which you would never do, and they're like, oh, we're taking a picture. But it's like, no, just take some pissing pictures. It would be brilliant. <laughs> I always love that Victoria Wood bit where he said, yes, I do look a bit startled in that one. Someone had just spoke to Claire through the curtain. Dirty. <laughs> 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 okay, so you didn't like a commandant, but did you like no. how quickly the commandant cottoned on to the little ruse? I really liked that that he was like, oh, yes, I know what you mean about the bodies. They are somewhere, and I know a bit about that. Like, he wasn't like a twat. Like, he, he, was, he knew enough to join in with it. No, you were not having it. Got it. No, I don't like him. But I think, yeah, that was a good development, but I was just too irritated with him by that point. I just wanted to pull him up and throw him out the window nice for for treating employees very badly okay yes <laughs> and the other thing about crossland which i think is just not crossing the how do you say it commandant commandant yeah so the the <laughs> end is at the very end as opposed to the middle is when he says at the end right at the end of the story he says well flap over and i'm like flap that was an alien invasion mate 
but the one thing you can tell him tell about him is he doesn't like to cause a panic because definitely how Mm. not to create a panic in an airport 101 is just to put a big fucking airport announcement out saying don't panic everyone everything has stopped everything (laughs) no one is going anywhere anyone who can fucking help me right now please come and help me i need all the volunteers i can get yeah but just sit down and relax yeah it's (laughs) fine man nothing's wrong there aren't any bombs there aren't any bombs no no nothing relax please all righty then yeah no i I think it'd be cool if they'd had crowds panicking that would have been a good little extra subplot see all these things we could have added into the face oh my god we would be amazing yeah, we were amazing. <laughs> yeah. This is the airport commandant speaking. Please pay attention. I want all available airport personnel to assist in a special duty. Will they please report to the airport police who will issue instructions? I would like to assure passengers that there's no cause for alarm and to apologize for the temporary suspension of all outward flights. Still questioning what their dilemma was. And it was just like, I, by the end, I just came to the conclusion is that their dilemma was that they were just a bit ugly. Was that really what the, the deal that, that they were trying to No, they, they certainly wanted to have human faces, didn't they? Yes. I don't know. I'm not convinced. It's something to do with longevity of the race, certainly. But I don't understand quite what. Okay. Well, did you read the book? Did the book not tell you? Are they always oh, trying? Oh, yeah, that's, I wrote down. Never read the book. <laughs> oh, okay, you haven't. It was one of the later targets I got, and I just remember I remember buying it and thinking, oh, good, I've got that one, because you had to get them really quickly after they were published at that point, because there were, weren't so many of each copy made, um, printed. Oh. So you had to be quite quick. So I, was, I thought, oh, I've missed my window for that one, and then I saw it in a shop, and I bought it like Billio. Never <laughs> read it. Brilliant. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes. Did you notice a few times people call it comedian tours? Or was that just no, me? I, I heard that a few times. I thought it was just once, then it just kept happening. No, uh, it may have just been excessive Englishness when you know, when you're so posh, it's like you can't say Carol, you say Kel. And Kel. <laughs> you can't say com- chameleon, say comedian. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, maybe. Comedian tours. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you just weren't listening properly. Yeah, perhaps. Look, I've got one post-it left. Just one. What's, I've, what's I've it say on it? All of the posters. It says, goodbye, Scotty, because <laughs> I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wasn't that such a rude line? I don't remember the line. <laughs> oh, Commandant says to um to Jamie, <gasps> like, goodbye, Doctor. Goodbye, Scotty. Because like, it's not worth learning your name. You just a fucking oh, Scot- wow. Yeah. You see, I was yeah. right to hate him all along. Yeah. <laughs> Winner. Correct. <laughs> um, so we need to talk about Ben and Polly. Yeah, it wasn't their best. It wasn't their shining moment. I thought it was really interesting that Ben has those lines at the end about 66 is normal. I understand it. I understand it. You know, Doctor, I understand 1966. And it was like he had hit for him he'd come home but it also felt to me a bit like he was mentally ill <laughs> i don't know whether i'm reading too much into it but have you seen the macro terror no oh that's the story before 
also now animated and available on all good DVDs. Um, and he has taken over for most of that story and is very suggestible and has problems. And the Doctor really is very aware that Ben's a weaker mind in that one. And I kind of feel like he's still a bit Captain Yatesy. You know, that that business about having gone through the that experience and being a bit dulled and a bit vegetably. Yeah. And I, I got that vibe, mainly because he wasn't in it very much. But I was, it was like, oh, it's normal, Duchess. I understand it. That that was kind of one of the reasons why they got rid of him. That, um, yeah. But the other interesting, interesting thing, interesting, <laughs> interesting, is that they asked Annika Wills to carry on with Jamie, and she said no out of loyalty to Michael Craze. Oh, nice. Oh, I yeah. like that. Yes, yeah. she said no. I'm, if Ben's going, Polly's going as well. Ah. Originally, they wanted to carry on with Jamie. Yeah. So sorry. Are you saying that Ben's mentally ill or Michael Cray's mentally ill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Ben. I'm saying storyline-wise, okay. there's kind of a feeling that he's kind of had a bit of a rough time and he needs to be back in 66, and it was a way of explaining him needing to go. And the okay. Doctor is kind of like, a few months ago, when I first watched this, I tweeted a picture of the final scene from The Faceless Ones, and it was like... Oh, God, this is so sexist because the doctor's like, oh, Ben, you can be an admiral. Oh, oh yes. And you can fucking do his dishes. Oh, my goodness. That's not exactly what they said, but it was awful. Someone got back to me to say I've always and I didn't believe them at the time, but now I'm not so sure. And they said, oh, no, I just think that was just the fact that he saw that Polly was was more intelligent and more together than Ben. And that. He was just like I was playing up to Ben, and in fact, it was about oh, and you can look after Ben because you bloody need it because he's not all there, mate. I, I and I got that vibe this time, which I didn't the last time I watched it, and that she was he actually thought more of Polly and that he she would look after Ben, and it wasn't so much a sexist thing; it was more of a nurturing thing. All right then, off you go. Now go on. Ben can catch his ship and become an admiral, and you, Polly, you can look after Ben. I will. <laughs> you will be safe, won't you? I'll look after them. I'm sure you will, mate. Come on, Dr. Ben. I might see you sometime. Take care. Well, you better hurry. The Commandant's car's waiting. Okay. Like, I'm not against that, and I think you possibly might be right there, but I think it still, to... to kind of assign someone that task to be the carer for a fucking mental dude is just <laughs> not it's, it's just follow no, your own good. fucking dreams but it's honestly so you should have seen my tweet from six months ago whenever it was i was furious about the sexism and i've suddenly kind of turned a corner on it and it's a bit weird so but then when someone tells me something and then a few weeks later i'm completely on that bus i'm so <laughs> Turn around on something. I'd be like, no, never, I'm ever. I'm going to get you to like, be a borough supporter after all. Yeah. He's very good. He's very good. He's got a good point every now and again. Yes. <laughs> so, were you sad to see them go? You'd like to see more Polly and Ben, wouldn't you? you yeah, I think know. for me, I didn't feel like I'd lost them because, like I said, I thought it was Ben's first story. So, <laughs> could have been the start of a great time. Um, yeah, no, it, it it didn't it didn't have that twang for me because I just had to have no knowledge of them. But no, it was it was an interesting thing that happened within that episode, but it was not uh, anything that kind of 
played a big part in how I viewed the story. It was just, yeah. it was separate. I have to say, the one thing that I thought was missing from the whole story was a bit of directorial flair. So we had Jerry Mill directing. And although some of the scenes were quite nicely constructed that we saw in one and three, we don't know so much about the rest of the episodes, even though there are telesnaps. Like, for instance, at the end, you know how the Doctor and Jamie just walked off at the end? They just walked off going to look for the TARDIS. I would have just panned the camera around to the side of the hangar and you'd see a Chameleon Tours poster flapping in the wind and then flying away or something. Nice. You know? Something like that. It just needed a bit of portentousness and it just wasn't quite there for me. There. Yeah, I, it, it was directed in a very Avengersy way. It was very matter of fact. It was very yeah. much just kind of, this is what's happening right now, get involved in the action. And yeah. for that, it, it worked beautifully for me. I've, it did kind of, it made me feel joyful for the 60s. It made me feel like... This is a world that can't be created now. They can't make things like this because the world just isn't like that anymore. But it really was then and it was it was a beautiful thing. So, yeah, no, I, I felt huge amounts of joy at the whole, yeah, how everything came across. It was beautiful. Good. I'm pleased. Yeah, I enjoyed it more this, this time I saw it. I enjoyed cool. it when I watched it. Yes. Um, I think the first, because the first time we watched it, we watched it an episode a night and there wasn't quite enough going on each episode for us to feel that engage with it but um watching it all together apart from the slight sag in the middle i thought it was i thought it was good a good story but mm-hmm. i have no clue what the plan was i have no idea okay great now it, it does make me feel better just to know i wasn't missing a trick there that's good to know and i'm thinking i will re-watch it with cass because cass has do you remember that pay, that stage in your life where you're like if it's not animated i'm not watching it if it's yes. grown up stuff not there um yeah. Yeah, and so she's just, she'll watch any cartoon and she'll just devote herself to it entirely. But anything that's actually acted, she's not having. So, yeah, I'll watch the whole thing animated with her in colour and she'll be absolutely in heaven. So I might be able to watch it again with a child, which would be lovely. Oh, yeah, that is, it makes such a difference. So when John watched it a while back, I think he liked it, but he wasn't struck. He wasn't like, oh, that was good. He's like, oh, it's okay, you know. But he's usually a good lens to watch it, watch Who with, old Who with, to see what he thinks. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. So, Hall of Fame. <gasps> oh, there's quite a few in there. Okay, so we've got Blade. Yeah. We've got Wanda. Wands. You've got to put Samantha Briggs in there because she's not Samantha a companion. 100%, yes. I would put Crossland in there. You see, I liked him, but then you yeah. didn't like his accent, did you? No, so... I liked him. No, no, you hated him. <laughs> Commandant. No, oh, no one would love the Commandant. Like, I like him because he had the right role, but, like, he wasn't a lovable character. So, yeah, no, Ooh. I'm happy. With Ooh, what about Ooh. Yon Woman? Air Hostess Woman. She was good. She was good. She wasn't big enough. Anne. Anne, she was called. Okay, so what was Wanda called? Jean. Okay. So Jean, Crosland, Samantha and Blade. And Blade, yeah. Yeah, good. We've never been that certain about a Hall of Fame for a long time, have we? There's never been that many characters that we actually thought were all right. It was quite good for that. There was, we haven't even mentioned the nurse and the second dude in a suit. Don't know what he was called. He was actually really good. Yeah, exactly. Second dude in a suit does not do him justice, but it's all I can think of. That's actually quite surprising how many supporting characters we could name and liked actually i said could name hmm. <laughs> like, 
Dude, you didn't just say dude in a suit. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know dude what the dude in a suit, in a suit and <laughs> Yes. So, I think we've come come to the end of our little show. Oh. <laughs> Have you got any words of wisdom to share with our listeners on this February morning? So much wisdom. I've just got so much. It's painful. It's just oozing out of me. No, do watch it. It were good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I really liked it. If you love Avengers, this will be your bag. Chameleon Tours is the stuff of joy. Pied Pipe of Tours would have been just as good, but really it was it was a classic story that just it had something to keep you going. Six episodes may have been a stretch, but not too much of a stretch. I think even five would have been about right. Like I don't think it needed to be down to a four-parter. Shit happened, it were good. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Good. Well, I don't think I can improve upon that that summary. So we'll leave it there. So long, farewell. Goodbye. Bye. Sad to see them go. Yes, Jamie. So am I. Well, we've got things to do. What things? Well, I didn't tell the others, but we've lost the TARDIS. We can't have done. It was outside. It's not there now. You mean somebody's stolen it? I don't know. But that's what we're going to find out. Come on. It's an amazing invention.